Welcome in, and thanks for joining us for the latest edition of the Delaware Bible Cast, a podcast ministry from Delaware Bible Church. I'm Brad Harris. I'm blessed to serve as pastor of administration and outreach here at Delaware Bible Church. And I'm also blessed to serve as your Awana director here at DBC. And joining me for today's podcast is a man who I've been blessed to be able to get to know and has helped very often with our Awana program, and that is Awana missionary Mike Reed. Mike, thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you, Brad. Thanks for allowing me to be on your podcast. So, Mike, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I know I've gotten to know you a little bit, but you're a newer missionary here at Delaware Bible Church, joining us for Missions Conference. And if you wouldn't mind, just share with us a little bit about your family and where you guys currently live. Yeah, okay. So um, my wife and I have been married now for uh, 35 years, coming up this May. Uh, we actually um, we weren't believers uh, growing up. Uh, we both came to trust in Jesus uh, in our early 20s, and that's about the same time we, we met. And so we kind of grew together as new believers. And God has um, blessed us with four wonderful children uh, and nine grandchildren. Oh, wow. We are enjoying very much. You do not look like a guy who has nine grandchildren. You look too young for that, Mike. Thank so. you so much, Brad. <laughs> so with, where, did, where did you two meet? Yeah, so we were introduced uh, by a mutual friend, actually, in mm-hmm. uh, Columbus. I was working, I worked for Nationwide Insurance for 23 years, mm-hmm. and Chris was working downtown in a law office, and um, a, um, a woman who I went to uh, high school with was working with Chris, mm-hmm. and it was probably one of those things where she called me up or something and said, you've got to meet Chris, who I work with in my office. So we were introduced, and we did a double date, and as they say, the rest is history. Great stuff. So you worked at Nationwide Insurance, but now you yeah. serve as an Awana missionary. We'll talk about the Awana missionary part here in just a little bit, but how did you originally get connected then with Awana? Yeah, so when we got married, uh, we actually moved down south of Columbus, and we uh, started attending a Baptist church uh, there and uh, began getting involved, and they had this thing called Awana. We had no idea what Awana was, Mm -hmm. never heard of it before. Um, Of course, we didn't have children then, um, and uh, we got involved uh, after a few months in the Awana ministry because we love kids and we wanted to serve Mm -hmm. someplace. And so we ended up serving in our local uh, church uh, for 15 years. Uh, for for most of those years, I was the um, the Wana ministry director, and Chris uh, was either the secretary or worked in Sparks. So that was our introduction. Of course, our four kids came along, and we just learned to love the Wana ministry not only for what it did for our kids, mm-hmm. but those children that we were um, uh, seeing God bring to us from the community. So transition then to Awana Missionary. How yeah. did that then come about? Yeah, you know, if you would have asked me, see, we've been Awana Missionaries for 19 years. If you would have asked oh, wow. me 21 years ago uh, or said to me, Mike, you're going to be in full-time missions, I would have said, there is no way. Mm-hmm. Um, but around uh, year 2002, uh, I sensed God was just calling me to do something different. And about that same time, we began to um, do some uh, things in support of our Awana missionary here in Ohio around training. 
And it was actually early 2003, as I had been praying for several months about a career direction, mm-hmm. that we were at a Bible quiz event in the north part of Columbus on a snowy Saturday uh, morning, and there was a prayer request that was presented uh, that another Awana missionary is needed uh, in Ohio. And uh, Chris and I didn't say anything to each other until we got home, but we both at that moment, uh, 20 feet apart in different pews, felt God's calling uh, on uh, this ministry and to commit ourselves to full-time ministry uh, with Awana. So have you always served in Ohio then? I was thinking you served in a couple different places. Yeah, you know, that's a thing. We, you know, we thought we were going to be staying in Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, but you know how that goes. Sometimes God had different plans, and so um, uh, we ended up uh, not starting uh, in Ohio with Awana. God uh, sent us to Kansas, mm-hmm. and so that was our first assignment. So we landed north of Wichita, and, and our first territory was uh, uh, central, uh, Western, uh, Kansas. We didn't know a soul. We had our four children. Uh, our youngest was in second grade. Our oldest was in eighth grade. We left with a for sale sign on the house Oh man! in front of the house. And we just left and headed 800 miles West. And, uh, you know, it was, it's just one of those things that just confirmed to us when you're obedient, God will take care of all your all your needs, Amen. and those were a wonderful seven years for ministry and also our family. So then you came back here, and you've been serving here since then. Yeah, or? well, we had a stop in Kentucky for five years. We okay. actually, my roles with Awana had changed. I, I'm not only a missionary, but I have some leadership responsibilities, help leading the U.S. field, and so there was about five years. Uh, in between uh, Kansas and Ohio, uh, I, we lived in Kentucky, and so we had a territory from Memphis all the way up to Paducah, uh, and so we served there for five, and then um, we were able to come back to Central Ohio, which mm-hmm. has been a blessing because um, our, our both our parents are living, but getting older, and sure. uh, it's been great to be close to them and support them. So 19 years serving 19 years. in Awana. Can you tell us what an average day for you now looks like as an Awana missionary? Yeah, good question. Well, you know, every day is different, Brad, really. Um, so, uh, for instance, today I was on uh, uh, some Zoom uh, calls with our leadership team. Uh, I was on email interacting, uh, getting set up for some visits I've got coming up. But Wednesday, I was on the road all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started uh, in London, Ohio, and worked my way over to Springfield and eventually down to uh, Dayton. And my time was spent just dropping in to churches that both have Awana and don't have Awana. Okay. And um, so really just uh, connect, trying to connect with pastors uh, and also support those churches uh, that uh, we currently partner with with uh, curriculum. So that's one thing I didn't know about your job is that you connect with churches that don't have Awana. Yeah. Uh, so basically just trying to recruit and tell them about what's going on with the program and how you're trying yeah. to disciple children and families? Yeah, we, we refer th- to them as child discipleship conversations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we want to grow, we want to expand the ministry of Awana, not because it's about Awana. Mm-hmm. It's about reaching kids with the gospel and engaging mm-hmm. them in, in lifelong discipleship. So to do that, uh, one, of the, one of our primary roles is just connecting with pastors or children's ministry directors, 
uh, and leaders in the church and just engaging them around the, the conversation of the importance of child discipleship. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? What is a, what is a fruitful pathway look like uh, to uh, make disciples that are going to last, that are going to be resilient? And so we really lead with just a conversation about that. Um, about the culture, mm-hmm. uh, the realities of the culture our kids are living in, um, how their minds and hearts are being formed uh, in what we would call a post-Christian culture, and that the you know the time is short. Mm-hmm. Um, that really by the time um, uh, Barna has found that by the time a child is thirteen or fourteen, their worldview is kind of getting locked in place. Right. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. the cement's getting hard. So. So yeah, we so we engage uh, churches who do not have a current uh, partnership or relationship with Awana. Just engage them in discipleship and uh, uh, conversations, and of course, if that leads to a deeper conversation around, hey, how can we help them with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, we love talking to them about the solutions we have to offer. So you have a pretty large territory then that you're overseeing, right? I know that yeah. I've I've connected with you at Awana missionary conference or different things, and right. or have been invited to some other events and. You have a pretty big chunk of Ohio, don't you? Yeah, we have about two-thirds of Ohio, maybe from Mansfield down, um, <clears throat> so central-southern Ohio, and we have the whole state of, of Kentucky. So that's about okay. 230, 240 churches that use oh, wow. just club for, for midweek. Mm-hmm. With that, I know I had a couple conversations with you when... COVID hit, yeah. and we were trying to figure out, okay, especially in the next year, we kind of finished out online, and then the next year came, but we were trying to figure out, okay, what's the next year in Awana going to look like? Right. Uh, can you tell us just about how COVID impacted Awana in, in your job, and I know a lot's changed then digitally and, and all those things right. from there. Yeah, you know, it was significant because Awana tracks what's happening in the local church, mm-hmm. and obviously the impact was significant in the local church, and, and the reality was that, um, at least in the beginning of COVID, uh, those leaders that were uh, doing Awana clubs, they wanted to keep it going, but a lot of it ended up being virtual yeah, um, and distance, tough. and so uh, we did our best to uh, be nimble, if you will, to um, provide support for those churches. And that that actually resulted in us building a website called awanaplus.com mm-hmm. where we began um, crowdsourcing large group time uh, been great. lessons. Yeah. Very uh, helpful. And we did podcasts or webcasts just to give them ideas on how to continue discipling kids uh, in this, uh, at least the, you know, the, the early parts of COVID when it was very difficult to do. And, you know, Frankly, a lot of churches just stopped, and they stopped mm-hmm. their wana yeah. uh, altogether, and um, uh, we understand that too. But many, many are coming back, Brad, and it's really exciting to to see those uh, those clubs coming back that maybe were on hold for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. and so um, we are close to being back to uh, pre COVID levels. Yeah, we w- that's where we're at here at DBC is we're pretty much back to normal levels. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that importance of children's discipleship, I'm with you on that. I grew up in Awana the whole way through. Timothy Award from Cubbies Up. Yeah. Didn't have Puggles then, but <laughs> now we do. But I have told our kids often, I think our TNTers get tired of me saying it, that when I went to Bible college, uh, I, we had to do a lot of scripture memory there. Mm. And the majority of the verses that I had to learn in my systematic theology class I learned at least portions of in Awana. 
And that has helped me as a public school kid learn the books of the Bible. It's helped me to um, I still sing the Spark song when I do that. It's helped me to uh, do, share those verses and memorize them. And most of the meaningful uh, scripture memory I've had in my life has come through Awana. And yeah. so that's been something that I try to push not only to our kids, but to our families. And what an opportunity that we have being uh, the only in Delaware City, the only Awana club here. And one of the few churches now, as you said, some have closed up. We have most churches closing out Wednesday night services mm. here for children. And unfortunately, it seems like too often the kids' ministries go first. Yeah. Which, but that has been something that, as the Awana director now, has always stuck with me. And during that time of COVID, it was a, a motivating factor. We don't want to lose this. We want to keep mm-hmm. going there. Yes. So you've shared a lot about your role, but... What's Chris's role with Awana? Is it similar, or what, what's she doing with as an Awana missionary? Yeah, so um, so Chris uh, supports uh, the ministry through uh, sometimes going with me on visits to churches, mm-hmm. but Chris also works as a Covey leader in our local Awana club. Chris does a lot of, uh, uh, of our um, donor care in writing our newsletters mm-hmm. and our monthly letters and... Uh, you see those on a monthly basis. Basis, a lot of those are Chris. But Chris also has a a job within Awana. She's actually an executive assistant to our ministry officer, mm-hmm. and so she she stays very busy uh, with that. And uh, um, you know, the joke is that the the Awana field is uh, actually ran by a person in the basement of a house in Asheville, Ohio, because Chris. Uh, talks to everybody within Awana, uh, just in her role, and um, uh, yeah, she does a great job at that. I remember hearing about that at the Awana missionary <laughs> or the Awana conference yes. a few years ago. Yeah, and I didn't fully get it then, but I still remember <laughs> that about it being run in Asheville. So yeah, now, yeah. Well, sense. her boss was there, and he probably said that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's probably who <laughs> that's was. That's right. Very good. So, can you tell us? Kind of, what are some of the new things that Awana is working on, and, and how are you involved in them, and what's going on new with Awana? Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, Awana continues to to evolve, um, and there's some exciting things happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in the last uh, three years, we launched a um, Sunday morning curriculum called Bright. It's mm-hmm. fully digital uh, that uh, that churches are using now for Sunday morning, Bible based. Obviously, scripture memory is part of it. Um, um, some of the same components that you would see on a, on a midweek club. Uh, and so those kids are running through um, Genesis to Revelation on a three-year uh, rotation. Oh, wow. Um, so that's, that's bright for Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then this past year, um, to help churches resource parents as the primary disciple makers, we launched a resource called Talk About. Mm-hmm. And this is a uh, this is something that parents can sign up for on a subscription basis. And so every Thursday, uh, they get an email, and it gives them a week's worth of great resources um, to engage their kids around God's word and disciple them. Uh, so that's a tool that's separate from uh, Bright and uh, Midweek Awana clubs, and has been well received. So those are those are two resources that we've launched um, in addition to the midweek. We also um, began or, or launched what we call a resilient child disciple training event. And actually we did, we've done seven live ones around the, um, around the U S uh, 
And this Saturday is our final one for this season, and it's actually a virtual uh, training event. And that, that just gathers disciple makers, whether they're doing Awana or not, gathers these people together and really starts with the question, what is the local church and what is it, what is it that the local church does that leads to lasting faith in kids? Mm. And it um, challenges those who attend. What if we moved our thinking from children's ministry to child discipleship? And then from there, we just dig into uh, culture and what's a fruitful pathway to making uh, disciples that are resilient. And they walk away with some real practical ideas to take back to their church to implement uh, in their own uh, children's ministry or child discipleship uh, ministry. So those have been very well received, and um, we will continue to do these because we think it's important Mm -hmm. not only to provide curriculum, but continue um, um, expanding this message of the importance of making disciples, especially when a person is young, engaging them. Well, I appreciate how you're sharing that in that I think for a lot of people that may be listening, they just think of Awana as a, well, that's a children's ministry program, a curriculum, a club that the church adapts and pays for and does. But no, it's much more than that. It's a plan for discipleship for all ages. Yeah. And with that, um, for folks who are listening in, we have used the Iwana curriculum not only in our children's ministry, but also as well for our youth group, where uh, we do have some students that kind of as an independent study will continue on in the books. But as well, Mike and I were talking about prior to the podcast how uh, Pastor Aaron and the youth group, they have went through some of the series that Iwana's done for teens as well that have been helpful to them. So shifting gears a little bit, Mike, if you wouldn't mind, just share with us your personal testimony. And you cheered about yeah. how the Lord led you to serve in Awana, but how did you get led to Christ? Yeah, okay, yes, I uh, would, would love to do that. I, uh, As I said, I, I wasn't uh, a believer in Jesus till my early 20s. However, if you would have asked me when I was 12 years old, hey, do you, are you a Christian? I would have said I was a Christian. Hmm. Um, I grew up in the church, mm-hmm. um, but I never heard a clear presentation of the gospel. Um, and I just kind of, you know, assumed I was in, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured my, um, I, I had, I was, uh, my good works outweighed my bad, you know, the bad stuff I was doing. And sure. how could God not accept me mm-hmm. into heaven? Uh, and, you know, that began to change. Um, I, I, I uh, in my late teens, uh, I definitely began to stray from the church. And I began to take advantage of all this world has to offer. And frankly, Brad, I hit a point where I just hit rock bottom. I was in mm. my other, I was out of high school then, in my early twenties, and um, uh, nothing was working. Uh, I was a mess, and I knew that I would that I was lost. And and about that same time, while working at Nationwide, uh, I was involved in some. Um, uh, um, extracurricular uh, athletic events that they did, mm-hmm. and uh, there I was on a tag football team, and there was uh, these guys that were on the team, and there was just something different about them, uh, and they actually invited me to a navigator's Bible study. Oh wow! And I went there, and we started memorizing scripture. Um, Kurt, who was the leader, started teaching out of God's word, and it just 
things I'd never heard before. Mm-hmm. I heard the go- I heard a clear presentation of the gospel, um, and I knew for sure that I was lost. That I never put my personal faith in what Christ did on the cross, and and I was just trying to work my way there. And so through that, uh, I I put my trust in Jesus. And the great thing is, is not only that, but through those interactions uh, interactions with uh, Kurt and those other other guys, uh, they discipled me. You know, they they were a great example for me to what it meant to be godly men, and so that was a that was just a, a blessing. And um, so I, I'm so grateful for for Kurt. Well, praise the Lord! Thanks for sharing that. Outside of your profession, uh, outside of the things that we've talked about so far. What are some things that you and, and Chris just enjoy doing for fun? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I don't know how exciting this is, but uh, we 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 love to uh, we love to read. We love spending mm-hmm. time with our grandkids. Uh, I'm, I'm a person that um, likes uh, working around the house and, mm-hmm. and building things, and we love to camp. Okay. And so um, we even have a camper and and. Being you know an ex- an extended territory that we uh, that we have, we're actually able to take our camper and set up somewhere in Kentucky or someplace else in Ohio and actually um, work do ministry out of our camper, which is oh, a wow. real blessing. Now being empty nesters, you can do stuff like that. You can, and it sounds like you also enjoy traveling with the number of uh, miles. It sounds yeah, like you're getting. I in, actually so. do, so that that's a blessing. I don't I don't mind that at all. But I also like being at home as well. Sure. Uh, so yeah, they both are good. What do you What do you like to read? Oh goodness! Uh, you know, I like historical uh, uh, novels. Um, right now, I'm, I I read. Uh, uh, some uh, detective uh, novels from World War One that mm-hmm. uh, a series that I'm enjoying, um, and so I'm I'm reading that. But obviously, um, I, I like to read also um, uh, some things that will, will enrich me uh, spiritually as well. And so I have a I have a pretty decent mix of things that uh, things that I like to I like to read. So for someone who's listening in and they're maybe they're serving here at Awana, uh, maybe they're interested in just, you know, thinking about children's ministry full-time or serving professionally with Awana or or another ministry, what are some resources or encouragement that you would share with a person that's looking for, for that? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, we, have, we have what's called a, a Discover Awana event. So across the country, when missionaries are engaging with people, uh, in the just a normal course uh, course of their uh, their role, um, they may come across people who express an interest in you know what they do as missionaries, and so um, we uh, we invite them to an event called Discover Awana. So they'll come to a location. We usually do two a year, mm-hmm. and they just come, and we just. We spend a day and a half together. We'll talk to them about the mission, the history of Awana, the mission of Awana, um, the the global reach of Awana, and then what does it look like? What is that Awana missionary role? What you know? What what is it? What will they be doing as Awana missionaries? And really, really uh, give them that information, and then challenge them around their calling. You know, it, it, this really needs to be a calling of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's been, that's been a tremendous way for people to really um, find out if this is what God wants them to do. Um, so we found that helpful. And, 
just in a general sense, if, like in our case, um, as we were working to up to the point where we knew God was calling us to be missionaries, um, that involved a, a lot of prayer, but also a lot of just digging into the scriptures mm-hmm. and um, people who are around you um, will um, uh, help help you in that as well. People that you respect. Um, and even circumstances, and of course, just the work of the Holy Spirit and, and all of that, um, you know, that, that, that's how it worked with us. And mm-hmm. we knew without a doubt through all of those things that that's what God wanted us to do. And let me just say on um, a, a local area too, uh, one of the first ways, if you're interested, is just simply serving. So if you're interested yeah. in serving an Arowana program, come see me, and uh, I can get you connected with Mike if you really like it that's, for some future ideas that's too. That's right. So, Would love to talk to anybody uh, absolutely. about that. You bet. So those things being said, a couple more questions and we'll let you go. Do you have a favorite Bible verse or a life verse that you hold to? Yeah, uh, I sure do. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Um, Great choice. It, you know, that was the first, you know, I mem- remember I mentioned Navigators. That was the first verse I ever memorized. Oh, wow. And that one has just been a real um, uh, a real blessing to me over the, over the years. Um, just to remember, trust in God, not in yourselves, and He'll direct your paths. And um, so that's been a blessing. You know, lately, but like we all do, I think... Lately, different verses mm-hmm. like come to our mind that just are really uh, impactful, if you if you will, for whatever season you're in. And First uh, Corinthians uh, fifteen three and four, uh, Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. That He was buried, uh, that He was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. And and Paul even uh, in verse three says, uh, "I pass this along to you as of first importance. Mm-hmm. And so I've been talking to the kids a lot of, about that. Um, you know, this is of first importance. The gospel uh, is, that's central uh, to our faith. And, you know, what's what's been good about that is even, especially in this day and age, Brad, where, you know, maybe 20, 25 years ago, when, when the kids came to Awana, they at least had some kind of reference point to who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they kind of understand the Christmas story and they they kind of knew no Easter was bigger than just coloring eggs, right? Well, you know what? What we're, even how we talk about the gospel is changing because our because the the kids that are coming uh, to our clubs and our churches now they don't necessarily have that right. frame of reference. So, you know, we the Romans road is wonderful, but um, is a kid is a, is a child going to understand that? And mm-hmm. um, even really just challenging our leaders to think about. The, you know, we call it the God's big story, um, you know, creation, the fall, redemption, and restoration. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's so important. Identity is such an important issue right now, and we can take them back to creation. Right. You are creation. You are created in the image of God, male and female. God created you. And, and then moving them into the fall, like, yeah, this world is broken. Mm-hmm. This is why these bad things happen, right? Because sin entered the world, and we see that in uh, Genesis 3, but... Man, we have hope because we have a redeemer. So we can talk about the redemption of God uh, through, you know, uh, Jesus's uh, death on the cross, and then we know we have the hope of restoration at, at mm-hmm. the at the end. He's going to make all things new, 
and we can be with him forever and ever. And so that is so important. Obviously, the gospel is so central, mm-hmm. so important, and uh, no less uh, today. Yeah, I, I love the gospel wheel resource from yeah. Moana. That's actually, I've, I've used it. I don't think I use it every year for the introductory lesson, but close, and that right. I think it's a great resource for folks to check out as well. Yes. And that it's, I like resources like that you can kind of just jot down on a napkin, and it's a yes. wheel that you can work through. This is what the gospel is, and this is how you can trust in Christ, and uh, it's a great one to check out too with that. Yes, for sure. Last question for today, Mike. How can those be who are listening be praying for you and Chris as you continue to serve in Awana? Well, first, we're so thankful for Delaware Bible Church and uh, your ongoing uh, support for our ministry, and we know you pray for us, and we're we're so thankful. And uh, I would I would say, Brad, the biggest thing is uh, continuing the connections that we're trying to make with these new church relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you know we're not satisfied with two hundred thirty six uh, churches in our territory uh, that we have a relationship with. Uh, we we want to expand that. And so, um, yeah, just pray that we can connect, that we can get in front of pastors and children's ministry directors and just have this conversation around child discipleship, what they are, what are they doing, uh, where are the gaps, where are they struggling, and how we might be able to come alongside them and help them in that vital uh, mission. All right, Mike. Well, again, we appreciate you coming in and joining us today. It's been a blessing to hear from you, and I just want to say thank you for all your help as WANA director here for all the ways that you've helped me in the service. And uh, this is a, a ministry that's very near and dear to my heart, one that I grew up in and am blessed to serve in as director, and thankful for your help in all the areas where I've called you and said, hey, Mike, what do you think about this? Hey, we're dealing with COVID and trying to figure out these guidelines here. What do you think about this? And all those things. So thank you, and thank you all for listening in. We look forward to sharing with you again here next week.